Summer was our best season. It was sleeping on the back screen porch on cots or trying to sleep in the treehouse. Summer was everything good to eat. It was a thousand colors in a parched landscape. From Harper Lee. Good morning, everyone. I'm Rob McCall, and this is the Awanajo Almanac, devoted to feeling at home in nature and breaking down the wall of hostility between us and the rest of creation. And this is the Almanac for August 23rd to 30th, 2019, the last quarter of the Sturgeon Moon. And here are some natural events. As summer diminishes and draws into its third and last month, we can't help but remember the signs in the window of the 5 and 10 so many years ago, which said, back to school sale. In the feelings of sadness at the season's ending and dread at leaving the boundless woods and fields for the confines of the classroom. How could a summer that seemed endless only two months ago be coming to an end so soon? How could we give up the freedom and joy of aimless exploration outdoors in the brilliant and shining natural world for the tedium of clocks and classes and schedules and pale pictures in sharp-cornered books. The natural world feels the dwindling of the growing season, too, going from swelling to shrinking, expansion to contraction. The petals of billions of wildflowers lose their bright colors and their graceful shapes. They wrinkle and droop, they tarnish and then fall, leaving their seeds behind. All the labors of this growing season stored away for the next. Migrating birds who lately flew north with the spring now stock up on seed and feed, preparing to fly south with the fall before the chilly winds begin to blow. Here's a field and forest report. There are few who do not love the blooming wildflowers of summer, but there is one which comes into bloom now bearing a load of misery. This is Ambrosia artemisifolia, better known as ragweed. Low-growing, unobtrusive, ragweed blends in easily with other roadside growth. Most people can't even identify it. It's generally less than a foot tall, with lacy filigreed leaves and small green flowers on a candelabra-like stalk so ragweed often goes unnoticed. The flowers are green because they are wind-pollinated and need no bright colors to attract bees. And of course, this pollen is a prime cause of late-season allergies, sneezing, runny nose, itchy eyes, and all that. Unfortunately, the more prolific goldenrod, of which there are dozens of varieties in our area, often gets the blame for allergies. But goldenrod is heavy and sticky with its pollen and not wind-borne. It's borne by the bees. It's the ragweed, not the goldenrod, that is the reason for the sneezing of the season. Here's a saltwater report. Schools of blue-striped Atlantic mackerel are running 
and the pier is lined with eager fishermen, women, children, hoping to hook this sleek and beautiful swimmer. One of the easiest fish to catch, very healthy to eat. They're high in vitamin B12 and omega-3 fatty acids and low in mercury. They're also a beautiful fish with sparkling silver and blue sides, graceful shape, and large, lucid eyes. And here's a rank opinion. The child returning to school, the bird heading south again, the seed of the daisy and thistle and lupin, they may seem the same year after year, and yet they are not. The child has grown in wisdom and in stature over the course of the summer. The bird flying south is now joined by its young. And the seed has been changed ever so slightly to better fit its surroundings. All these are shaped by the natural mind and will of the cosmos, that they might have life and have it more abundantly. Finally, a couple of seed pods to carry around with you from the book of Genesis. While the earth remaineth, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night, shall not cease. And from Dr. Seuss, don't cry because it's over, smile because it happened. the almanac for this quarter moon, but don't take it from me. Go out and see for yourself.